Hello world. Get a little festive glimpse at my gorgeous Christmas sweater. We're feeling good today. Matt's back from vacation. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. Yeah, you hear that? Do you hear the enthusiasm? This is episode 89 of Piers at Piers Podcast on Instagram, link in bio. We're on YouTube. Check out the link tree. New content every Sunday. So yeah, we're recording this on the Lord's Day. Vibes are good. Hope you're having a wonderful holiday out there. So to start, uh, Matt was on vacation last week like a bitch, and he went to Atlanta, the ATL. Zone 6, as some of the kids call it. And you saw the Atlanta Falcons play your Pittsburgh Steelers, correct? Indeed, I did. And they won? Steelers won. Um, made it a little interesting at the end. I'm Some showing, calls went in our favor. I'm showing the people the, the photo of you. That is Matt, if you're wondering. Love it. And this is him in public. He No one forced him to wear this. He has this. Where did you even procure the mask? Oh, this is a great story. I bought it in the parking lot. No, you didn't. I did. Why? There was a uh, very nice gentleman walking around with the mask, and I had to ask right. how much he was selling it for. What was it? Was it reasonable? And, yeah, he goes... 20 bucks. And he said, this is my last mask. Once I get rid of this thing, I'm going to the bar. Wow. So you kind I of said, well, okay. let me help you out here, buddy. Here's a $20 bill. Well, two things. One, of course you carry cash on you because boomer. And secondly, yeah, if anything, bro, outside of the, like the selfishness of putting on a, a wrestling mask to go to a game, like you help that man out. Right, you paid his bills. You got him to the bar to his happy place, and actually, that's right. like Good Samaritan style shit. So I appreciate that. But uh, the build quality on this thing, honestly, looks really good. Like the seam work, it looks like it's a nice dry fit material, four way stretch, possibly. Very impressive. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest. I was actually pretty impressed with it myself. I put it on; it was comfortable. Mm -hmm. It wasn't itchy. And bear in mind, I am bald. Like I had shaved my head that morning, Cuba. and no irritation. Okay. Comfortable, Good, great quality for twenty dollars. So, shouts out you, whoever economy. whoever you are. What was his name? Couldn't tell you. Wow. Dude, what the fuck is our society? How strange. You purchased a wrestling mask from someone. Didn't get his name. He just had a very trusting face, you know? Did he? Okay. Was he elderly? Well, there was another guy. There was another guy going around selling uh, necklaces. Had like fake-ass gold chain and then a giant Steelers letter mark. And <laughs> that fits we asked your style. that gentleman how much he was selling that for. That was a $40 bill. We weren't buying that. You know he's just mass 3D caster molding. Like he either has a 3D printer or it's from China. China. And he also was only accepting Cash App. Ew. Dude, that's what I used to pay my drug dealers with in college. Correct. Sketch one hundred. Super sketch. Although honestly, you drinking a bush light orange label, like what the fuck is that? That's kind of sketch. That's limited edition camo cans from Bush. Jesus Christ. Actually, my cousin Josh shouts out you. Longtime peer supporter. Love you, buddy. He also likes Bushlight, and he's a man's man. I mean, he can eat the gods. He eats venison heart. Yep. So I guess I got to get on the wave. It is a cheaper beer, and it is very light, 
which is what I'm looking for. I'm the anti smooth, refreshing. I, yeah, I'm not like an IPA bro. Like that's right. that's so douchey. Um, I don't yeah, care. I'm just trying to get a buzz on and have it taste like water, which it seems like this would be able to do that for me. So, any other things? Any other takeaways from your trip to Atlanta? How was the stadium? Did you get in a fight? Outside of those big forty dollar um, chains, was there some ghetto shit? Like, it had to have had something. Stadium was fabulous. Okay, uh, looks as good as it does on television. Cheap concession prices. That was very welcoming. I got some uh, chicky tenders and fries with a souvenir soda. Ten bucks total. Mm. Um, also, the sodas there free refills. The soda I'm, machines are on the concourse. Yeah. So they, when I was in college, I did a. There was a study that we read about the marketing and essentially business plan of Mercedes-Benz Stadium. And their idea from their CFO and general manager was like, we looked into it. And if we do transparent pricing with people and we make $2 hot dogs and $3 beverages, people end up spending more because they come back to get more and more. And it's more of a vibe thing. Like Matt's there in the moment in the seat and he might get one or two extra things that he knows he's not going to finish just because it's so cheap and he wants to have a good time. And that's the exact opposite of when we went to the jet game earlier this year at MetLife. Oh God. You make, it's like a, you're like trying to systematically, it's like you're escaping prison. It's like, okay, you get your buddies together. You're like, all right, who needs what? How are we going to delegate? Who's getting the hot dogs? You make one trip out of it. You try to get as many beds as you can and, uh, right. And, and, who, you got to figure out who has the highest credit score to take out a loan before you go to the game. Yeah, it's not me. Guaranteed in this economy. You know what? Speaking of seats, also, 10 out of 10 on the seats. Comfortable, good width. Wow. Uh, also, good leg room. Sometimes Dude. you get in the stadium, you got your kneecaps up against the seat in front of you, and you can't fucking move. It's terrible. And yeah. I'm, not, I'm, I'm, t- I'm 6'1". I'm not that tall. No, you're big. And it's not a bad thing. You're more of a big bone kind of guy. Like I said, former uh, former college athlete. And yeah, that's, good. that's good to hear. Oh, no. I thought... <laughs> Dude, anyway, that's fine. I think you're of your mythos. We're going to tell people you're um, a college athlete. And if anyone watched that game, you noticed a lot of Steelers fans in the crowd. I'm yes. not bullshitting. That game was minimum. 80% Steelers fans. Dude, I feel like Atlanta low-key is LA East, where it's right. not really a sports town at all. Like, our section in particular was very thin in terms of Falcons fans. It was actually hilarious. Whenever something good would go for the Falcons, they would get up, kind of like taunt Steelers fans. We're all like, all right. Yeah, like you guys are, it's weird to have you here, essentially. Like, get out of my living room. Yes, Which, very friendly, very friendly game since I was literally surrounded by other Steelers fans. It's yeah, awesome. It, you know what that means, though. It means you were the asshole. 100%. Yeah, anyway, as long as you recognize that, that's good. So, yeah, just, just wrapping this up, obviously, we're, we're, we're very happy that Matt came home healthy, happy, in a good mood, saw a dub. Yep, didn't get stabbed. No stabbings. Uh, you did get approached by, again, somebody who was trying to sell you a necklace with a medallion on it, which is strange. Um, but outside of that, that seems to be the only threat on your life and your person and your property. So that that's a blessing. And we're going to do a little bit of a pivot here um, pivot! to something a little bit more conspiratorial. This is 
a man jumps to his death from a Disneyland parking structure, but it gets deeper than that. He put his suicide note on Facebook, and he was a local school principal charged with child endangerment in the area, and his father, I feel like, you know, the reason why he decided to do this public display there was a former Disney music director, um, very high level. So kind of like a fuck you, dad, very nineties grunge flannel shirt, hoop earring kind of shit. Um, so a man in his fifties reportedly jumped to his death from a Disneyland parking structure in California. Uh, it was around 9 PM. And eyewitnesses said the tram service was shut down as a result and park goers had to walk back to their cars. So of course people were complaining like, Oh, I don't get the tram back to like goofy lot. Yeah. It's like, bro, there's somebody splattered on the ground. Yes, and bear in mind, the name of this parking structure is called the Mickey and Friends Parking Garage. That's dark. I actually <clears throat> I actually read on Reddit the other day that Walt Disney's original name for Mickey was Mortimer. And yes. his, his wife was like, you know, that's really dark and shocking and terrifying. Walt, like you're a fucking yeah, piece of shit person. And he was like, oh, okay. sell to the children. Yeah, no kid wants to wants to touch or be touched by Mortimer. Nope. Um, so yeah, this incident obviously is a big issue. Quote, the board has concluded that as Disney embarks on an increasingly complex period of in- industry transformation. Oh, this is relating to something else. They didn't even put out a public statement. Um, so yeah, let's get into this a little bit here. This is a photo from his exact Facebook where he put the suicide note. This is him in the back looking real chipper. And uh, one of these people in the front here, they're all croaked, essentially. They're old. But that was his father. And again, he was the famed Disney musical director, Jim Christensen. And this is good old. This is the man that went splatty splat. Um, this, the Facebook post, as you see here, is it? he went full retard. It's like too long, don't read. That's insane. Um, but Matt went ahead and read this himself. And according to some of the high-level details, okay, you can see here they also... The New York Post article also provided exactly where he jumped from. That looks, that's not that high up either. We are so fragile. You know, maybe he uh, did a nice little somersault off there and landed on his head. You think he really like made it festive and or a a spectacle? It's possible. I hope he was wearing Mickey ears. I know. I know if you were going to commit suicide in a public setting, um, you at least have enough gall and cojones to make it fun if i commit suicide i'm blowing my brains out all I'm right making it nice and quick so you're not yeah but you're not going to write some weird note in like your own language that you invented 10 minutes prior like for me i'm going to leave a trail of depends on the circumstances okay okay yeah like how did we get to that point that's fair right exactly um, like do i feel like i i need to give an explanation or not so Brittany christensen her daughter who he's photographed here with on Facebook, said her dad, the high school principal, jumped to his death and to escape a toxic and abusive marriage to his wife, Marlena, who he's pictured with. Smoke right show, here. by the way. Yeah, she's way out of his league, although it looks pretty fat. I'll say that. It looks like you're going to gain weight in your later years. Um, in his lengthy Facebook post, he blamed the flawed legal system for upending his life and sought to play down his marital troubles with that said wife, Marlena, saying the couple, quote, loved and adored each other, adding that their relationship was amazing up until, until up until recently. Yeah. So what the fuck's going on here? 
Um, yeah, apparently, like two weeks before this happened, they got into a verbal altercation in front of the children. Uh, lady got pissed off, called the cops, said he hit her and the kids, which he's saying he didn't. Smart. Don't take responsibility. And he's now on administrative, well, was on administrative leave and his life was basically ruined, even though he's saying he didn't do anything. She just kind of did a heat of the moment thing. So, okay. Well, that kind of dude, good detective work here. That's why I brought you, brought you on board. Um, Keeps on ground, baby. Do you also think this is a like, let's say it's 40 chess, you know, he went to his former father's employer to do it. Like, did he mention anything about like having daddy issues or this is entirely related to his potentially psychotic wife and his, uh, potential kid diddling. No, I really don't see where the connection comes in and why he's doing it from, like, why he's killing himself from Disneyland. Yeah, he was released. Like, was he the only one there? It was at 9 p.m., so there weren't a lot of eyewitnesses, right? People were, the only people with context there at the time were essentially saying, this is fucked up, like, I don't have the tram. So they were already leaving. So I think... Not good for them. He did it in the dark. I mean, bro, imagine like walking back to your car after a nice, wonderful day with the love of your life at Disneyland. Like, oh my God, we ate churros. Like, did you see Goofy? He was so adorable. Donald Duck, that's my guy. And then you stuck like dark. It's dark out and you look in front of you and there's just a splattered body with Mickey Mouse ears and a note. Yeah, that's pretty fucked up. I was at Disney at this time last year and uh, thankfully did not see anyone kill themselves. Did you see anything at all close to that? You see any like weird abuse or? Not that I can recall, but um, did get in some good people watching. Yeah, I love that. It really is. Disney is essentially the Walmart of amusement because it gets in at all the different walks of life, you know, different ethnicities, uh, different socioeconomic. I didn't see a ages. WWE wrestler, though. I know. You, you, we talked about this, all right? And, and we're moving uh, on. Sadly, it wasn't somebody that's like, or at least that I consider. I, I didn't even feel the need to go up and approach them. I'll say that. Um, I'm going to play this video here as we play out. 51 years old. His father was the uh, director of the famed Main Street Electrical Parade, which... Okay. Bro, no one's heard of that. What about Bambi? Well, he's dead. Dude, this music is like a hip-hop beat. Dude, that's why Facebook is so devious, because he does genuinely look very happy and healthy, and it's like, well, he's not. You're dead. R.I.P. Poor little out. All right, we're pivoting to someone else who's dead. This is international news. From a T- lot of death in this episode coming we, up. We love it, though. We started with some positive... That roller coaster ride, baby, at Pierce Podcast on Instagram. So Grant Wall, World Cup reporter per TMZ News, dead at 49 years old, days after he was detained in the hosting country of Qatar over an LGBTQ plus shirt. You forgot IA. Yeah, fuck, you know, whatever. Um, I don't care about LeBron. Okay. Let's see. Okay. Also Go found ahead. dead. After, uh, one day after he had posted an article, I believe on his Substack that was uh, criticizing Qatar. Right. So he went there with that energy anyway. Qatar is a Middle Eastern country, obviously super oppressive. Uh, when I was graduating college, they just got chosen by FIFA International to be the host country for these games, and we discussed that in one of my tourism and in, in, uh, like mega sport yeah, classes. The check cleared. 
Right, exactly. It's so FIFA's so dark, and we can get into that in another episode, but so he went there with the energy of a Western activist, blue hair essentially, and was like, Hey, this is wrong, you know, whatever the fuck, which is his right. And, and it's it's nice that I guess he was able to do it for as long as he could. But he gets there, she gets gets kicked out of the game, goes viral, and then Matt also is claiming, right, that the other day he's kind of summarizing his entire trip and just goes high level and writes writes an article about how this is shitty. Um, his brother had went to Instagram and made a post essentially, I don't know, imploring people to look into this. So we can play that. My name is Eric Wall. I live in Seattle, Washington. I am Grant Wall's brother. Okay. I'm gay. No tears. I am the reason he wore the rainbow shirt to the World Cup. My brother was healthy. He told me he received death threats. Well. I do not believe my brother just died. I believe he was killed. And I just beg for any help. I'm not going to be that guy, right? Because... That's just projecting my well. Sociopath. You know what's interesting though? He said he was healthy, but um, according to reports, he had actually gone to a medical clinic a few days prior because he was feeling quote under the weather. I do have that article here. This is from the Guardian. Quote: My body broke down on me. Grant wrote on Monday that he visited a medical clinic in Qatar after feeling unwell. Three weeks of little sleep, high stress, and lots of work can do that to you. What? had been a cold over the last 10 days turned into something more severe on the night of the USA Netherlands game. And I could feel my upper chest take on a new level of pressure and discomfort. Sounds like COVID bro. I didn't have COVID. Okay. But I went into the medical clinic at the main media center today and they said, I have bronchitis. They gave me a couple of antibiotics air quotes and heavy duty cough syrup. And I'm already feeling a bit better. Uh, He does end it as it's saying, but still no bueno. So, yeah, he wasn't necessarily fully healthy. Maybe his brother was just saying, like, hey, he doesn't have, like, HIV. Like, he's he's a normal I mean, dude, you know, good good immune system, that kind of thing. He's obviously... <sighs> I mean, I didn't see any tears, which, again, that's what I was going to say as well. Like, the dude, the dude's going to Instagram to make this a thing. Uh, there's got to be a little bit of narcissism and like a little, little bit of clout chasing there because like I didn't see a single tear, bro. I mean, I respect it and stuff. Like I'm sure you had a great relationship, but I don't like when people cry and there's no tears. Then you're not crying. Here's my issue with people, quote unquote, protesting at the World Cup or doing what he did, like showing up. I get why he's showing up to the game in a rainbow shirt, whatever. However, you're in their country. Something like this might happen because you're doing what you're doing. If you really wanted to protest, don't fucking go. Same with the athletes that are there. If you really wanted to protest, don't wear a fucking armband that says, oh, love, peace, love, everybody. Don't fucking go to the World Cup. Yeah, they're taking... That's how you protest. They're using the platform that the abusive, oppressive people are giving them and just running with it to make their own money. And then while doing it, they complain a little bit along the way. I, compl- I do completely agree with the sentiment of that where it's like, yeah, don't take the check. You know, go to a different employer. Like that's how, that's how you actually hit them is in their pocketbook. Like you don't need to take their money. You don't need to show up and buy their concessions and make the games fun and exciting to the point where they can look at it as a success. 
and be able to, you know, I don't know. Like, this is a good look for Qatar outside of we know their human injustices. Like, the stadiums are fun. The games are fun. People are relatively safe. Wait um, until you come home to write a criticizing article so that you know you're not going to get killed. Yeah, like, this is this is potentially the outcome. I think when last administration, when I was in college-ish, five, six years ago, let's say, there was a journalist who went over to Afghani, right? And he got, like, dismembered. Yep. Um, and I'm not good at geopolitics. I'm also not good at geography outside of the U S states. Cause I have autism with that. Hey, uh, Brittany Griner's home. Yippee. Yeah. Like I don't have, I don't know how close those two places are, but they have a lot of the same sentiments. So, um, the U S soccer did release a statement, blah, 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 to advance human rights, blah, blah, blah. Grant made soccer, his life's work, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So the rainbow shirt, him writing the article while he's still behind enemy lines is a lot. Um, you know, people are writing, uh, sitting here forward by the news of Grant Wall died today in Qatar. It's a little bit shocking. And when you texted me this stuff, I thought this was going to be a boomer journalist, like a Walter Cronkite type who was just really well respected. And it was a little bit strange that just because he died once he got there, but he was old as shit. And you know, his kidney fell out of his mouth, like whatever happened, but this wasn't the case. No, he's 48. Yeah. And relatively healthy. Looks healthy. Um, we're at 21 minutes. So why don't we get into this real quick? Um, beep, 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 beep. breaking news. Brittany Griner uh, has landed in the U.S. At, this is essentially um, the worst modern-day political trade of all time. So Brittany Griner, kind of a washed-up WNBA athlete. Uh, she is 6'9", though. So she could play LeBron James one-on-one, -on -one, bro. Um, no, she couldn't. She, she was playing internationally in Russia in the Eastern Bloc because that, she's washed. And she had a weed card in her bag. They detained her. They they said she had it, which she did. She, uh, she pled guilty and got like 12 years or some shit. You know, it's, is it wrong? I don't fucking care. Not really. I don't really care, right? Like, yeah, ideally, in my utopia, it's, it's good. But she's over there on their terms. And she's been there for a while. This has been like a political lynch point, right? And nobody thought she was going to get out because the terms that the Russians were asking for was a one-to-one -one trade involving someone they wanted back who was uh, an arms terrorist who dealt arms to people. Um, no, it happened. That is the trade straight up. So Brittany Griner and Adam Schefter Wojbaum here gets traded along with all of her contract to the United States in exchange for what's this fucking guy's name? Uh, Victor Boot. Victor Boot. Sounds Irish. Yes. So Victor Boot. Well, I can show this to the people. Um, He's a piece of shit. Oh, sick. He's got a great stash, though. This guy's pretty likable. Am I supposed oh, yeah. to like this guy? Uh, Apparently, during uh, the Trump administration, they had tried to trade uh, Paul Whelan, the Marine that's over there, for Victor Boot and Trump turned it down yeah so even you could argue this paul whalen guy that is over there that was a marine a little bit more of a valuable asset internationally and even that with the prospect of of another administration and they're looking at okay this is the terms of the deal like obviously i'm not going to do it um also the media calling him the merchant of death you gotta stop you you want to know why because that sounds cool as shit the um this is the first 
time. Actually, you know what? This is the most publicity a WNBA trade has ever garnered. Yeah, WNBA is barely a league. It's astroturfed. Essentially, the the NBA funnels them like ten percent of their revenue every year just to keep it alive because you know for reasons. And it, it loses, still loses money. So. <sighs> I mean, there's a lot to unpack here. Obviously, we're, I think it's just simply put from a, not even a political sense. I just feel like we're into, we're, we're in, we went full retard. Like we are just in clown world. We're essentially operating under, I'm not surprised anymore. I'm so desensitized to things that are happening that used to be ridiculous and absurd. And it doesn't, yeah, it's just like, oh, another, oh, good morning. Like, here's what happened today. We also just gave up a literal arms dealer that is basically a terrorist uh, that's going to go over to Russia, probably join in in the war of Ukraine, which we're also funding. So you know what? I don't want to hear another Dem talk about fucking gun control after they just gave up an arms dealer. So I just right here, it's going to try and kill us right here on Google. It talks about, so why was Victor Bao the merchant of death? Like what's the context here? So it says in March of 2008, he was detained by authorities in Thailand as the U S uncovered, uh, as U.S. undercover agents engaged in discussions about weapons sh- shipments to the FARC, Bao was extradited to the U.S. in November of 2010, where he was convicted for conspiring to kill U.S. citizens. So I assume those weapons he was trying to ship in were maybe to, I don't know, attack a U.S. base or something internationally uh, in the Pan-Pacific. Uh, let's see. Yeah, so he'd been in jail from uh, 2010... He was released for American basketball star Brittany Griner. That's from the uh, New York Times. Uh, debatable. It, it says here. Oh, this is Victor from League of Legends. That's a that's a like CRPG video game. I I was gonna say I don't think he's terminally ill. That mustache does not look terminally ill, baby. That that that, that dude fucks. So yeah, and he's uh, his wife. He married in 1992. She stuck by his side. So clearly, oh, for her. clearly, he's doing something right. Yeah, it's a real Hillary Clinton love story right there. Oh God! Again, this is what the dude looks like. I mean, that is a fire stash. This dude's detained. Do you see the structure of it? Do you see the geometry and the um? It's it's the overall aesthetic, but it's more of the oh the symmetry. I mean, if you could cut this down the middle, this side looks like that side. Anyway. So yeah, RIP Grand Ball or Wall. And uh, Matt, we're at 26 minutes now. Is there anything you want to sign off with? Uh, ooh, we just finished the Wednesday show on Netflix, 10 out of 10. Yeah, people are trying to make her into a, like a new sex symbol. It's a little weird. Like I, get, I don't even find her that attractive, to be honest. Uh, we're also canceling Tim Burton now because he made um, a black person one of the antagonists in the show. So racism. Oh, you've read articles about that already? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we can dive into that next week. We will get another episode out to you guys ahead of Christmas. Again, we love cliffhanger. you. Cliffhanger. Love it. Yeah, big cliffhanger here. If you've watched to this point, we, again, absolutely fucking adore you. Audio's fixed. I think this is a good episode this week. Go ahead and check us out on Instagram at Pierce Podcast. We have a link tree. We're on YouTube as well. Uh, new content every Sunday. We love you guys. We'll be here next week. Peace, people. <laughs>